Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm your fill-in host today, Bryce Castillo, joined, as always, I'm not even the fill-in host, I'm the permanent, I'm just, this is the way it always is. I was about to say, like, we have one bit, <laughs> one we bit. have one bit, which I is know. to pretend that the missing person yeah. never I was, existed. I accidentally did a professional intro, that's <laughs> yeah. my apology on that one. <laughs> yeah. We got In Justin, your face. that's Justin Robert Young, Hey. and Brian Brushwood, Ahoy. join us here in the stories, all about the weird things in the world. Hello, fellas. Yo, hey, what up? Back. What up, fam? Can I describe to you uh, a product? Yeah. Can I, decide, can I describe to you a product? I like products, man. If there's one thing that people who know me know about me is that I love products. Do, do, do we need to put like a tag that says sponsored content on this episode? <laughs> is this SpawnCon? Not, not Spawn yet. Con. I haven't heard that one either. That's a good really? one. You haven't heard SpawnCon? Are you on the same internet I am? He's not. I, I, He's, I, not. I, He's not. I, I figured SpawnCon was just a, a big uh, bunch of people appreciating Todd McFarlane. And you also read it wrong? <laughs> It's good. I like it. I mean, it's not spelled the right way, but that's fine. No, but that was yeah. But no, I got it. it. it was, so there was a pat. I was pile. laughing. Okay. Was I not laughing hard <laughs> enough? Yeah, 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 I was acknowledging yeah, the, the pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, All right. Good. So there is a pat file. <laughs> Jiminy Crimson. We need Todd Andrew's McFarlane. not here today. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a Brazilian aerospace manufacturer named uh, Embraer. Uh, and em- Embraer. Embraer. Yeah. Uh, they they filed a patent application recently. Mm. Uh, here in Brazil uh, or in America? I, I think it's in America. I'm certainly reading about this on. Did uh, they American get website. lost? <laughs> I I think this is just where they put it. Oh, okay. Uh, so here's a it's a complex system, but it covers these three um, okay. features. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Part the one: a digital camera that will scan the face of a passenger in a vehicle seat, providing an image of their facial expression. Okay. Oh. How do we feel about this already? Camera, looking at your face. Hmm. Facial expression. So I install it in my car. It's not outside? Uh, No. We'll get to that. We'll get to what it is. Hypothetically, it's Southwest Airlines installs them in the back of every single seat and just watches you have a flight and notes when you appear to be enjoying things and when you're not happy with them. Well, and that leads us to part the two, okay. a facial expression analysis tool that can identify the passenger's emotion. Okay, yeah. So if I'm, you know, uh, scrunching my brow and, and frowning, then people might think that I had just eaten a prune. Right. Uh, but if uh, I'm scrunching my, my eyes and I'm frowning, then they might think that I'm sad. Uh, alternately, okay. Southwest Airlines, you know, famously is loose. I, like, Southwest just catching strays in this segment. <laughs> hey, they <laughs> earned it. No, they earned it. I you mean, don't give them, it, give, give them is, cover. This is an aircraft manufacturer who applied for the patent, so I'm trying to think of yeah. aircraft things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you know, they, they, they give uh, artistic license to their uh, FAA instructions, yep. and uh, essentially sometimes you, you get a good one where it's a small stand-up comedy set. Right? Yeah. Um, they would now have the data on what jokes played, how well, and how people reacted. You know, like, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, something doesn't land, like, you know, sure. something's... AI good. focus testing. Yeah. Gotcha. Sure. Okay. Uh, part the three. Yeah. Uh, actually, before we get to this. Yeah. What, else, what do you think part the three is going to be? How do you think... I, well, I, number one, I suspect it's something that will 
not be unpleasant because everything you've said so far, mm. uh, as creepy as it sounds, I have to admit, it's functionally the equivalent of telling a flight attendant, hey, do me a favor, just kind of look at everyone's faces and see when they're having a good time and when they're not having a good time. Like, mm. like that, that's the way I would explain it to a human so walk me through that so say 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 it picks up something what does it do right it Uh, it rings a bell or uh well oh no no no. like 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 there's uh, a frown in the cabin (laughs) there is a frown in the cabin (laughs) the the human version would be i say something like that and then a week later i'm like how are people enjoying our service and it's like you know what we're doing that one joke that is just not landing okay Um, so customer satisfaction right correct correct yeah yeah yeah. justin what about you no, I mean, especially, you know, Southwest has had a, a pretty rough, you know, year and a half, you know, in terms of customer service. So Specifically so. because of their uh, out of date, uh, the fact that the way they correct for flights is physically to pick up a phone and make a call to a right. human. Yeah. So their, their whole I mean, thing in, is in, old and outdated. In general, if they wanted to get a baseline and then mm-hmm. understand in relatively real time what the the happiness of their uh of their customer base was then Hmm. they would be able to test a lot of different ideas like what if you got different kinds of snacks you could a b test like if we don't do the checks mix and we do do a a brie plate then people smile more because they got a new thing and on on mm -hmm. top of that we could also begin to track like in general 45 percent of passengers uh fall asleep in the first x number of minutes or whatever yeah. mm, like 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 mm-hmm. and then you can craft an, an experience that plays to the likely most likely scenario for sleepy everyone. heads yeah they can be like hey you little tucker I mean, out I mean, bugger so okay but, so that's but, interesting i don't want to yeah. go off on analysis here, but it's yeah. a bit weird that you take Chat my you. drink order and then you come back and i'm all excited because santa claus is coming mm-hmm. but then you hand me some crackers and i'm like oh you're just gonna do this for everyone you're gonna hand crackers out all the crackers okay uh, the last time I checked, I placed a drink order. Yeah, and, the, and you can't even open. No, I mean, like, I, like for it really do be like that, <laughs> <laughs> right? So okay, so that's analysis, right? You know, uh, uh, customer satisfaction, seeing how well people are doing. What about something that's maybe a little more, a little more localized to the plane? What if you had this system? It, it's on a plane. I'll give you that. What if you had a system like this that that did- it? I'm <laughs> tired of these AI facial recognition algorithms. What well, uh, I, I I'm tempted to immediately go to a security thing because uh, we're in America. Yeah, but 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 I I don't know how common airplane hijackings are anymore. So I don't know that somebody would apply for a mm. patent as a security I, I, thing. I think that you would probably more commonly be looking at this for unruly passengers i'm sure that there are probably a, a, which, which algorithm- has been happening yes recently which which probably is algorithmically trackable you can see probably somebody stewing who's, a little bit before getting riled up yeah and at that point you could cut them off before mm-hmm. uh, uh you can cut them off for drinks you know this what? is precognition like, crap this is oh, first no, no, off no, no, but this no, is pre- this is pre-crime wait what the hell <laughs> talking about it you haven't even told us what it is i know i know but just but but you invented pre-crime but also uh uh i've 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 had have you had an experience where you were next to somebody who was so miserable there was almost an altercation on a plane with me no i've certainly been next to people that 
are upset and I've been next to people that have argued. I've been near people that have argued a million times, but uh, you know, you, you fly enough and, and eventually you see some stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I, well, I, and maybe- in general, I am, I am a, I am a live and let live kind of guy. Like I am, I am asleep immediately. And that is that Bryce. The third part. Yeah. An interface that can then offer distressed passengers. What do you think? Crackers. Okay. Crackers. Or another drink. Or maybe a form of non-invasive transcranial stimulation. <gasps> wow! Poten- is that a hard left? Potentially including electricity-based direct current stimulation, magnetic stimulation, and pulsed ultrasound. So basically, step one, just watch them. Step two, note if they're having a bad time. Step three, Zip. Used mind control rays. Wow. Uh, 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 extracranial stimulation can be direct uh, if it's touching you electric uh, or uh, uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation is straight up like uh, you ain't even touching those waves. They, 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 they just their magnets so powerful that target various parts of the brain and be all like, be sad. And then you're like, I'm sad now. Well, I will say. uh uh, transcranial magnetic or current stimulation is an accepted treatment. This is from our friends at The Verge for depression and a potential option for some other mental health conditions. And you can already buy non-invasive devices that provide it for home use. So, all right. So, so number not one, that dangerous. Number one, we were microwaves. incorrect in our assumption that this would primarily be a customer service or surveillance tool by the airline, because this seems uh, more as an amenity for the. Uh, the passenger, another thing. Oh, to- oh, see, you, you, you've flown United too much. That's that's why you're you're suddenly looking for the eight dollar upgrade. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, they're going to install these things. I don't think they're going in coach. I think they're going in first class. At which point, it's going to be an interface that it's they can say, like, "Would you like to see your face?" Like, and then you're like, "Oh yeah," and then it's like you have. Sad eyes. Would you like to have a happy ray shoot into your brain? And you're like, uh, yeah. And a croissant, please. Boop. <laughs> this photograph that we're looking at, this, fo- this, this drawing. line drawing uh, in the application. This is the Jarl from Skyrim it, trying to go to Minnesota. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> deeply disturbing. Oh. Like, could you imagine a whole plane of people looking like that? Like, uh, you, you, you would be you looking look like for like the carbon monoxide leak, <laughs> yeah. right? God, this is awful. It's, it's, it's definitely... It doesn't sound good. Well, it doesn't sound like a good idea. Well, I'll say no that. No ideas in the future sound good. Imagine the first time you tried to explain a blood bank to somebody. They're like, "What? <laughs> You're gonna take my blood and put it in a bank? They're like this, this is insane! Terrible. Banks are for coins." <laughs> <laughs> so all the, all the goblins so... are gonna get their fingers in my uh, blood. Exactly, <laughs> blood goblins. Uh. So this was a uh, high school nickname. <laughs> so this was filed back in 2016, but it was granted last year. Uh, we haven't seen anything about it just yet, but I think it. What? I think it's an interesting idea of like, hey, because people do get nervous, specifically nervous on planes and on flights. If they, if someone could say like, hey, we'll try this thing. It is not more dangerous than anything you would find at the Walgreens right. discount aisle. Uh, would you like to try to do this? And maybe this will help you feel better on takeoff or landing. The uh, 
Yeah, it's kind of maybe like a Dramamine kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like I'm not entirely certain whether or not dra Dramamine is a, a placebo or not. Um, I've, I've, I've heard uh, two things. You got wristbands that basically just poke your wrist and they promise that that's the magic spot yeah. that'll calm you down. Oh. Um, uh, uh, I've done the thing where if you, uh, what is it, you rub the meat of your, your thumb meat on your hand yeah. and what is that? Oh, that, <laughs> never mind. Whoa, what is it? Gets rid of your gag reflex. It stops your gag reflex. I think. <laughs> or it pauses it. Put, put a pin in that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you do your own that like it's more than a pin. That's <laughs> <laughs> a whole... Oh, it's so moving, on. moving on. Andrew's not <laughs> here. <laughs> so Andrew today. <laughs> All right, so that's... <laughs> So, but oh like, man, oh my! <laughs> here, I, I started, it was. I immediately knew the second I started talking what it actually was. I could. I, There's no lie. Lie yet. next time. <laughs> and then when somebody corrects you in the chat, call him a pervert and call the cops on him. Forward it to Matt Gates. He'll take care of it. Okay, here's a different story for it. <laughs> no, we're sinking into it now. We're so, here now. <laughs> two things to remember. Number one, when you apply for a patent and you're granted a patent, that doesn't mean that it's a good idea or that it'll work. What mm -hmm. you're doing is you're just you're, you're protecting you're, you're the planting tech. a flag, right? Uh, so, so many times, often just to sell it to somebody who would do something with it. Correct, mm -hmm. right? Uh, uh, second of all, um, the what little I've read about transcranial magnetic stimulation indicates that it is 100% perfectly safe and fine. And if that was the case, then all of a sudden you are fully extracted from the problems of, of uh, you know, like, hello, would you like sleeping pills on the flight or whatever? Um, like, let's say, <clears throat> hypothetically, this works and it is totally safe and there appears to be no side effects. Um, would you... Let's, it would be a miracle. In, 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 the <clears throat> in the United version, would you press that button? Would you pay $8 to time travel instantly to the part where the plane lands? Oh, like knockout gas. Yeah, uh, okay. only only totally safe and effective and no side effects. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that would actually probably would rule a lot. Yeah, That's I why guess. I sleep. Because suddenly I'm, eight I'm, hours I'm becomes... I'm doing the frontier medicine version of exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. If, if I could... Like go on demand and it would be like out, out. Like that's the only problem about sleeping on a plane. And I'm a pretty good plane sleeper is that you're never really asleep. It's about a 25% simulacrum of actual sleep. Right. But which and is why like I'm not doing it so you, I can. You wake up periodically to shift your body because the only reason you wake up is because, oh, this part is in terrible pain now. Yes. Now let me lean this way. Yeah. So it's like if I could be fully out, then like a. I would, of course, do it. Yeah, because right now I'm only doing it to make the time go faster. Right, right. I'm not doing it because I'm tired. And, and the one time when I brought up the example earlier, there was somebody that I was next to uh, who uh, I was I've, – I've learned my lesson. Never try to work on a plane. Never uh, it, try it to never get works. anything done. Not never only works. will it not go well, will the product not be good, but but the one time I almost got in a fight was, was some, some chick – had learned the lesson of don't try to work on a plane. And so she was uh, having a few and a little bit bored, decided to lean over and start criticizing my webpage that I was making on my website. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and, uh, Go on. <laughs> and, uh, 
Were you when building it beautiful this? at this time? Where uh, were you going? And, and what like, website was like, it? Well, it? It was the, the schwid.com. Uh, this would have been mm. around the revolution rebranding phase in 2009-ish or whatever. Okay, because I'm also gauging how full of piss and vinegar Brian Brushwood is in well, this well, And, in and this you moment. know, when, 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 you know, when I'm trying to shut down, I, I radiate a black hole of empathetic negative energy or whatever and i'm like i'm just getting this done i gotta do this thing empathetic negative energy <laughs> black is, hole of is it. a is a that is an operative phrase uh but uh but uh, she's suddenly leaning in and being all like so what's that and i'm like i'm, oh. I'm just updating a website oh right, right? Just chatty chatty oh what's that, what's like, that? what are you reading honestly, what are you doing oh my god get a one, book one of the Christmas presents that I got was something that I've wanted for a while. And I had, when I was a business traveler, I had gigantic headphones, not because I needed gigantic but headphones. But because they, they, they are a press release to everyone around you. Don't talk to me. Yes. Do correct. not talk to me. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I, if you talk to me, I'm going to look at you and go headphones. Right. I'm going to point at the sign, the sign on my head that says, don't, you talk. won't even need to point very close. They're so big. It's like that moment in Rick and Morty was like red X, red yeah. X. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am not a gigantic plane talker. Uh, but yeah, here's, here's some better moments. Well, we have, I mean, like if I'm flying with other people, that's a different story. I'm not, yeah. Basically, plain stranger. Yeah, talker. Once, once we realize that we're performing, <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I mean, like, we're drunks. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> we like to drink God. before the Boy, plane that, takes that, off and that, during the plane. Like, this that, is what that, happens. That flight back from Washington, D.C., body was in a... <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. God. <laughs> Great relatable. Okay. So yeah. the, the other... Uh, here's, a, here's a thought experiment on this, right? Yeah. If the... If... if uh, let's say it costs the same... Uh, let's say it costs a certain amount to go from coast to coast on an airplane... And you yeah. can pay twenty extra dollars to knock out gas yourself. Totally safe, no side effects. You you walk on, sit down, get up in 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 New York. Uh, at that point, couldn't you just load everybody into trains? You know what? <laughs> or the, the UPS this, trucks. This is the next. Uh, like uh, at, at that point, why are we bothering to have the experience of walking on a plane and arguing about where our seat is and how close to the wall at the front of the plane we are? Wouldn't it be nicer to just walk into a pleasant place? There's ambient music going. You think that you're airport about to get club, a massage. Airport club. Mm. Uh, and then they say. <laughs> sitting at the bar. It's an airport club. $100. Where's, then, my, where's the form? I'll and, fill it out right uh, now. And, and then you lay down in a coffin. Nope. And they just then, trank me and then sitting yes. at the bar. They just roofie all the drinks. All the drinks are drugged. Don't, don't even don't even lay down in the coffin. Nope. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Bryce. No, if, I, if this is reliable and if there's a let's say 99.999 whatever, like you, it's very rare and it makes an extraordinary Gizmodo post when somebody I woke up during my flight and let me tell you here's, what it's like. Here's here's the future. Oh my that, god, waking uh, up in the middle of that too, and you're in the friggin' matrix. Here's the future that the liberals are trying to keep from you. Uh, <laughs> I go to the airport. I go to the airport lounge. All the bartenders are dressed the exact same to the point where they look like they are like in a uniform with the same facial hair. You can barely tell who they are. They all go by the same name. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm sitting there for whatever amount of time. I have a few regular drinks. And then they're like, uh, are you ready to settle up, sir? Uh, uh, and I'm like, uh, yes, I am. And you're like, uh, so you're officially saying... One more yeah. drink. 
and, and then and, a blue cup comes out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes a big sharpie uh, X on the side. He, of it. he goes, uh, uh, "Well, I'll let you know when I can bring your check." Uh, I go, Boo. <laughs> "Oh, next thing you know." I'm got back that up. check for you I'm, yep <laughs> oh wow i'm in another airport lounge <laughs> yep. i just get up and i walk to wherever all i'm going all of their names are john right they're all john <laughs> john hi you john yep yep and they're like uh uh hi john and, and they know your name because like they've got ar glasses or whatever whatever and, yeah whatever. i don't know we'll figure uh, it out and then they're all they're all I'll like, be steve like uh, i mean like <laughs> if we just want to simplify it it'll so, just be john and steve i i'm certain uh you've heard the story justin i i don't know if bryce has heard the story like that was a magic trick that was performed on james the amazing randy successfully do you know this uh he had a surgery procedure that he had to go all the way under for with general anesthesia. Yeah. And so, and that stuff is so precise that uh, uh, this anesthetic technician had made a game of saying, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, count down from 10 mm. to what? You're like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Like, wait, uh, what just happened? They're like, oh, you've had the procedure. <laughs> like, yeah, because like, they, they, they just started counting back. And, and yes, yeah. they, they noted when nah. consciousness was lost. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then they remember that number. And then they started saying seven, six, five, four, flipped a switch. Three, two, two one. one. Oh, and yeah. it was a completely seamless, unbroken experience for, yeah. for him. I, uh, Bryce, would you get like, tranked at a bar and then thrown in a meat wagon that got flown across the skies and then wake up at another bar? I guess, uh, see, the the one thing about it that's weird is it is a premium on transportation, but it doesn't make your transportation any faster. It only makes it more comfortable, It yes. which which gives it a very, like, a Which is, I believe, bougie, all I want. The very bougie, right? Cause, because the other side of this, right, the, the, the other side of the glass is like, okay, cool. So now you've got people, like, having to deadlift bodies on and off a plane. You have to be carting people around. Have exoskeletons or something. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Uh, uh, welcome to Comfort Airlines. Yeah. Uh, let me remind you of the following. Know this, know that, know that. The punishment will be you will remain conscious the entire flight long. Yeah. <laughs> Allow me to be clear. Ew, That's pretty gross. dystopic. Uh, Ew. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be awake for it. Yeah, that's. Plane. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Now I just want to get tranked at a bar and and brought onto a plane. And I, yes, it's like yes, it's a little resource intensive. I'm kidnapping now. What, what, I mean, whatever. Like, well, fine. It'll be for everybody <laughs> at some point. We'll have a napping. coupon day. I. Uh, okay. So air napping, and then it's air dash napping, and you're and it's this little guy sleeping like the Dunkin' Donuts guy. Here's what. Here's what I think. What we're really getting at is, um, it's kind of neat to see. Some sunsets from the sky, some landscapes Sometimes, from the sky. Yeah. You know, that's kind of neat. Kind of uh, neat. Uh, yeah. There was a time that was. That's my house. That's right. always a neat thing that's to a, do. That's mm -hmm. a neat moment, right? Um, but but uh, the, the, I'm not going to say all the novelty of flying through the sky at 35,000 yep. feet is, yep. is dead in my heart. But I'm going to say enough of it is dead that if I could just uh, lay down in a coffin and get up immediately, no sitting around. Like, like uh, I tried really hard to get work done. Uh, you yeah. can't do the work. You, you can't do work. Well, uh, and, and, and in fact, nobody wants you to do work. There's a reason no. they, they took out they, the phones. They don't want you to work. No, mm -hmm. but uh, they used to have phones 
in the yes, like, and they only cost thirty dollars a minute. Correct, and um, and everybody was like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, obviously it was like they didn't want you to do it but, then either. Uh, well, and then for for thirty dollars a minute, you got the pleasure of having a phone conversation. I'm on a plane. <laughs> Can you hear me? Uh, uh, Sorry, I can't hear you over the plane. That, uh, that was actually <laughs> that I'm on. Uh, that was actually a really good salesman trick. Is uh, uh, you know, give me so and so. Well, I don't know if you. I'm on a plane, and everybody knew that this was seven dollars yeah. a minute. Yeah, so and they go. would instantly get you in. Speaking of phone calls, yeah. Well, a uh, call call your bank because you're gonna go support us on <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/RealThings. Okay, all right. Every I, week, I, I will. I swear, I swear. Uh, this is not a prank call. Uh, uh, request for prank. This calls. is not us telling you to make a prank phone call right now. Oh no, no, no. Okay, but but if you got um, your phone wait, out, it's, it's not a prank. Prank. Uh, Dialed Bryce's number. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Like, like. Uh, Call your bank and to, to let them <laughs> let you support us on Patreon. Yeah, and yeah. just I want to know how that goes. Yeah. Hey Chase, guess, uh, you I'm know gonna... what? That is a prank. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was a, a liar. I was yeah. lying. So I instead, lied. call instead Bryce just... at the following number. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash weird things. Support us, support this, and uh we'll we'll bring Andrew back one day. <laughs> he's, he's he's on a flight somewhere. <laughs> I feel like people enjoy the double bones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see this? Uh, our friends over at Samsung showed off something neat the other day. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? <laughs> so uh, they added a new... Boy, Andrew really is gone. <laughs> He's gone, yeah. Do you know the name of the Samsung uh, virtual assistant that they had on the phones? Uh, uh, Dodgy. Bixby? It's Bixby. Bixby. It's Bixby. That's, good. That's a good name. I, I, I might sue him if I was... One of the descendants of Bill Bixby. Hey, Bixby. That's what you'd probably say to talk to your Samsung. Right. But yeah. then it would respond in the voice of the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Bixby <laughs> mad. Yeah. Hulk. That was, that was 4.5 great, stars so on Yelp. Bixby <laughs> banner. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, you'd say, you'd say Bixby, uh, but it, it, it would respond with, you know, I was also, I had my own show. It was called The Magician. Yeah. Was he We're not my, doing The Hulk. My favorite Martian as well. I am not that old. Neither am I. That was a test. <laughs> I do know that in the Incredible Hulk television show, um, they changed the character's name from uh, uh, to Bruce David Banner David to Banner David. from Bruce Banner because Bruce was too associated with the homosexual lifestyle. Yeah, mm. yeah, but they did they did keep it as a middle name, David Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah. So he was just getting was in the middle. The closet. <laughs> <laughs> they kept it. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. Well, well, this Bixby has a new feature. Uh, it's going to let users. It was kind of weird that Bill Bixby was always grabbing this part of his hand, though. <laughs> Price's face. I swear. <laughs> if you don't watch us live at twitch.tv slash attacks, then you need to, because especially on these episodes, Bryce, let's just say he's had it and it's up to here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they've announced a new feature. It will let users clone their voice to answer phone calls. Mm. Now, this will only work in Korea at the moment because their custom voice creator is only on a few of the devices that are in Korea. Um, and it's not even the first time you could answer a phone call via text. Uh, some Samsung devices have Bixby text call, uh, but this that used a generic artificial uh, voice where this one would uh, presumably train on your the user's voice. 
and then type out whatever or say out whatever you type. I mean, there's there's no getting this toothpaste back in the tube, is there? I mean, there's no putting the cat back in the bag. There's no taking there's, the. There's no making a soon. Soon AIs will know how to make many metaphors. <laughs> then where will I be? <laughs> Let me ask ChatGPT. Well, and that's more interesting because there, there is like you know, like we mentioned, there is already a version of this. So it's it's not like people have been clamoring for like, oh, just let me text on my phone call. I think the AI voice element does make it a a, a, a novelty, right? It makes it a spectacle. Well, so is the, is the functional purpose of it to like, instead of reaching right now, if, if you reach my voicemail, it's a black hole and I almost never hear the thing. I just see that you called and then I call back. And then, um, you're right, Brian, you can't unring that bell. Uh, oh no, go on. Uh, keep for, going. For, no, no, for, I don't want to interrupt you. Go for, ahead. For, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but if instead mm -hmm. it was me saying, Hey, you've reached Brian's chat bot. Mm -hmm. um, uh, tell oh, me wow. a bit about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, what's up? Yeah. I mean, cause you can't unscramble that egg. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the next thing. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like this, you know, restate passing the ideological Turing test of, yep. of like fully seeming to comprehend what they're having. And if that happens, mm -hmm. we'll all know. Yeah. You can't unpaint that picture. You could, and you could keep going with that, Brian, right? You could have a chatbot that is responsive to the people who call in, but then it could also summarize those calls, summarize those messages. You could work this with something like a Zapier, an automation tool to say like, hey, someone called me about an email. The thing knows I need to send an email, write up a draft and open it up in Gmail for me. Well, and, and there are some yeah, things- Because you can't unsay what's been said. All right. <laughs> the, like some of them, the AI would be able to- immediately discern whether or not this was a time sensitive task. Like for example, if it's a voicemail from Bryce saying the edit's all wrong, we have to pull it. Um, mm -hmm. then, then that implies that whatever it is has been posted and this is an urgent task and should go at the top of the list. Yeah. Can't unbreak that vase. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're only convincing me of that. I, it was very <laughs> fast. It was very fast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think that, we are due for a reimagining of text and telephone because I think that there have been meaningful changes in not only the delivery methods of it, be it over uh, IP versus uh, telephone technology like we've seen in the past. We've seen uh, chat evolve greatly from SMS to something that is uh, something richer through various other uh, apps and platforms and stuff like that. What I think we might be headed toward is something where there is a seamlessness to like, you don't have a phone app and a text app. iPhone is just a the way that you talk to somebody. And uh, depending on what you are doing, you it might be a FaceTime, it might be a text message, but you are never, you can want to interact with people however you want. Uh, if, if, you, if you pick up your phone, it'll always have your, your face there. So if you want to keep holding it up, when you hit the button, uh, it'll call them. So it'll join. So when, when I see Bryce is calling me and he's holding up his, his phone, mm -hmm. whether or not he has hit the FaceTime app before that, I can then say, all right, well, if I'm in a place where I can actually talk to Bryce, I can hold up my phone and talk to him real quick. Or I can, uh, if I'm busy or I'm in the car or something like that, yeah. uh, a 
on the server side, they could realize what that is because they could know, oh, know he's, you're, in, you're he's in car play mode. 60 so, miles an hour, yeah. Uh, now, Bryce can have a text-to-voice conversation with me. Yeah. Or uh, it either just, it just picks up on my phone, or if I want to be, if I if I am in a situation where I want to text, he can. It'll be like you are on text to voice. It'll say Bryce, like what would you like to say? It'll just say it. Boom! Now in a real time communication, right? I can be responding to things via text uh, instead of the phone. Uh, there's uh, or an AI can just say like you know there can be a phone tree of for various people that are in my contacts for my wife or, or people that I, uh, that rely on me mm-hmm. for my schedule, my schedule, you'd be like, Hey, what is Justin doing right now? And, and it can say his schedule is blah, 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 blah. Like there's, there's a million different things that I think once a lot of these technologies fold in on each other are going to be available. And I think we probably see stuff like that a little sooner rather than later. Uh, yes, very much so. Um, uh, sorry, Bryce, it sounded like you had a well, uh, And kind of what you described functionally is not far off from what is capable today, right? Yeah. We have voice to, we have voice to text with, with Siri. We've got uh, message announcements with, with the CarPlay and, and mm-hmm. iMessage stuff. Um, you know, cars now have infotainment centers in them and microphones. So you can, have a, you can have a text back and forth. Like all the pieces are there. And I think what's holding something like that back is it's a good idea but it's not a big idea and it's it's the kind of thing that would need like the like Apple or Google would need to make something like this to get it deep onto the phone. Oh, and I, and I, and and I think that, that that's where it's going to go. It's going to be Android or or iOS that does it. Question. Mm-hmm. Near future, not even far future, near future. Yeah. Apple has been very uh, present in having you create your own little avatar avatars and emojis uh, uh, to open your phone. You have to do a little thing called update your daily scan of your face so that it has, so it has a a better version. And that's, and that's for your experience because you are doing it right. How long before we all also are recording four sentences into our phone. And so now when Brian texts me and I'm driving, it is not the Siri voice that is telling me Brian Brushwood said. It is Brian Brushwood's AI-generated voice explaining what he said to me. And now that is a server-side thing where I can choose to say, oh, yeah, whenever this person's texting me, uh, use their... Though, uh, and that might have to be some... I could the, the thing about that is, at least in terms of Apple, they're moving away from the server side delivery, right? They're trying to do more of Siri stuff the on, lag. on device. Part of, partly, partly the lag, partly security concerns, and so in that that case, that wouldn't uh, at least. But no, but that, that that would just be. I wonder materially how much more data that would be than the JPEG or the Animoji or something that you are already when when you. Mm-hmm get a text from somebody and they say, hey, they have new stuff in their profile. Would you like to update it? And I say, yes. And so now the picture that I took of my friend four years ago was replaced with their Animoji. Yeah. That could also come with those four sentences. Yeah. That is enough to train the on-device uh, AI to say, oh, well, that's what... So yeah. let uh, here, here's a very real-life example where this would come into play that happened just two hours ago. I have a friend of mine who's in a difficult medical situation, okay. um, and I experienced a 45-minute very joyful conversation 
with my friend and his wife was on speaker. Um, there, we, we, we talked about the relief that it wasn't, uh, you know, worse and, and, and yeah. what the path forward looks like or whatever. And I called Bonnie uh, to report all of this to her. And that conversation had the call gone through would have gone, you know, it would have been 10 minutes of us talking about the 45 minute conversation. Yeah. So instead I was like, well, she didn't answer. So then I just texted her, uh, talk to so-and-so lots of laughs, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, um, imagine, imagine it, uh, your relationship. If you trust your AI bot on your phone enough to let them listen to that conversation, then you could just say, Hey, tell Bonnie about that conversation. And then Brian could show up that with, at first with a text yep. that just says, talk to so-and-so lots of laughs, then, and you could just hit more. And then an expanded version of it would say, we talked about blank, blank, and blank. We remembered so-and-so. We, we talked about anxiety and stress and ways to cope or whatever. And you could be like, tell me more and then, or not. That is know? happening right now with Teams. Teams plugged in ChatGPT specifically to keep meeting notes. So now no human would have to write down everything that was talked about. It would record the, the thing. And then in using ChatGPT would say, in this meeting, they talked about blah, 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 blah. They resolved to blah, 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 blah. That's not far off. I mean, the only question would be the processing power on that large language model. And I do think that's a little bit far away for any kind of on-device situation. But in terms of a server-side solution, absolutely not. Yeah. I, in, in that specific use case, I'm icked out, not by the technical side of it, but it is a little impersonal, right? Like, talk to my wife for me. Uh, well, or, or just... Tell, hey, tell her wife. about the thing and and uh, like yeah, tell her I, about it. I, tell her you tell yeah. her about it. Tell, not me. Tell her everything. Tell all your crazy. You I'm not going to put my own, my own words. No, you can tell her about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, here, God, there's a, there's a lot of people getting yelled at in the eighties. <laughs> Hey, you get into get my car. <laughs> Tell her, say, lay off me, man. Also, really weird press releases like, hey, guys, the heart of rock and roll is still beating. <laughs> I just want you to know. It's a little info wars here. <laughs> uh, well, here's something for you. Uh, you might remember, you might have heard of Rogers the Musical. Yeah, that's the fake musical that became uh, kind sorry, of the what? real musical in, in the MCU. In sorry, did you say the what musical? The fake musical. There was a, oh, there was sorry, a fictitious musical. The what, the what musical? In, oh, no. In, what was it? Hawkeye? Somebody made the, it the what? For real. The what? It's real now. What? Oh, no. Not just that. The Disney Parks blog teased that the fake Avengers musical that appeared in Disney Plus, it's from our friends at io9, uh, in the Disney Plus show Hawkeye, will debut as a short one-act musical later this year at Disney's California Adventure for a limited time only. So there was rumors. I, I, I for whatever reason, I'm connected to a bunch of uh, uh, Disney people, but this has been a speculation because there was a, a new renovation in that theater. Uh, there's a reason why it is only one act, because that theater does not have bathrooms. So Ooh. they have to keep everything under a certain period of time. And that, I guess, that used to be a place where they would have a frozen thing in, yeah. in park. And they had to cut people were always wondering like, wait, why are you showing like a gigantic swath of frozen, but you were cutting little things. And it's because they had to keep it under by state law under a, a certain oh, wow. period of time. Because if you are keeping people in a facility for longer than that, you need bathrooms. They, wow. they have a lot of well, California. 
Uh, yeah, you can't yeah. trap right. people. I, I'm going to bet that law doesn't exist in Florida. <laughs> uh, I think that, no, those, are, those are pretty, yeah, yeah, those yeah, are like building code space. things. Like, uh, I mean, they, they definitely had it down to a science when, when I was doing Universal Halloween Horror Nights, where it's like they, uh, they knew that there was a right number of minutes to go, which was yeah. about 22. And, yeah. and beyond that, uh, uh, everything gets more complicated. So I would, yeah. So apparently it was a 30 minute melody of Frozen. So it was like, oh, you're going to see Frozen in the park. And it's a 30 minute version of it. And people were like, like that's kind of weird. Why 30 minutes? That's why. Mm. And so I would suspect that this would be a, a 30 minute version of Rogers, the Hamilton esque musical yeah. uh, for uh, that was in. Hawkeye. So I can do this all day. I think I remember is the uh, yeah the, the, song. the final number. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Save the city. I think. Is. How, how do you think it would be? And I, I suppose eventually we'll talk to a human who does this to try to make it. Like, do you? Th I, I suspect they'll eventually make it quite good because they're a machine <laughs> that refines things. Uh, and by quite good, I mean everybody goes in thinking it's like like tenacious D. Like you go into tenacious G, D. <laughs> With with the joke being two, ha, ha, ha. two overweight guys yeah. playing metal on acoustic guitars, by the end of it, uh, uh, Explosivo is one of the best songs you've ever heard. Yeah, right. Like I suspect they're aiming for that, and hypothetically, if they nail it, uh, what must that be like to be on the team? Is what I wonder. But that uh, I mean that presumes that people who go to Disney California Adventure aren't Disney and Adventures like full faith fans right like you're describing a certain amount of skepticism for the biggest media franchise in the world well what what i mean is uh, I, I think you're saying that you would walk in expecting it to be perfunctory and something that is less than what they put a television budget into on hawkeye mm -hmm. you will likely walk in and be like oh wow they actually made the closest approximation to the Hamilton stage that you could in this venue and everybody is giving it their all because they want to do it. And that's the magic of Disney. Like I, I would imagine most of the reviews are, well, I went in to have a laugh, but I'll be danged if that wasn't great, you know, and my uncle had never watched a single Avengers anything. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he loved it. I, I think. I, and I he's both Rogers and Hammerstein. <laughs> it's just, I, I guess it's like, I don't know. I, and I'm not like a Disney diehard, but I, I don't know. I seem to think that Disney fans just kind of assume all of their stuff will be great, especially yeah, when it comes to I, the parks. Yeah. I, I think, but, um, but, but what I don't know is to the casual, because a lot of people go to Disneyland that don't know all the Disney lore, but they know that the teacup ride spins around. And so they get on that mm -hmm. and, uh, and they're like, I bet I'll spin around. Uh, uh, kind of like, a, I don't know. The Tiki hut is a weird one. It's just a bunch of birds the singing or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, uh -huh. it is still my favorite. We went the last time we were there and, uh, it's just, it's from an era where I guess, you were so amazed that robots existed, <laughs> you didn't notice that they made the most noise you've ever heard. Like we are so spoiled. Like, it's like it's like like, like, like uh, in my head as a child, all I remember is like in the tiki 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 room. You go there as an adult, it's just clack 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 clack. It's like eleven thousand typewriters going at the exact same time. You can barely hear the track going in the background. Uh, oh. What what I would what I find more interesting about this is I would not be shocked if they're going to be keeping a very close eye as to how busy 
this attraction is and whether or not it is something that has a line on it because I would not be shocked considering how much Disney has had a footprint on Broadway if this is something that they might want to take even more seriously. It kind of it kind of seems like ceremonial almost to me. Like I can't imagine this doing anything other than succeeding amazingly right. because they've already got a idea for a 3 5 and, and, and we have a model to follow there because uh, uh, Hamilton that it was a one note joke that I, I remember seeing Lynn Manuel Miranda talking to you know performing for Barack Obama. He's like, I made a music, a rap musical about the guy who ran a bank, and everyone was ha ha ha. And then it stopped being funny and it became awesome. That's that's what way, we're gonna see. Can we just talk about that. All right, like oh, just, that's, just those how, are the humble how, origins. Anyway, uh, so I was doing poetry for Barack Obama, <laughs> and I said, oh, this old thing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yes, and whatever. <laughs> Lynn Manuel, hit over yourself. Here's an old thing. Um, I don't. <laughs> now that I realize this, I don't know if I. Can All right, it it's my birthday next week. <laughs> Knock it off. Oh, stop. <laughs> Get off my ass. So, are you? <laughs> do you know the ruins of Vindolanda? Have you heard of Vindolanda? Oh, mm, I, no. I, I only had the Atari version. Mm-hmm. On the ruins of Vindolanda, you okay. can climb the Andes. <laughs> I, uh, uh, did you ever Duck see the dart? <laughs> the, the Jack Black uh, pitfall thing. Yeah. I was pitfall Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Vindolanda was a fort uh, in northern England. I think the ruins are still there. Um, uh, that is near Hadrian's Wall uh, on the borderlands of what was once uh, the Roman Empire. Mm. This uh, sounds like my favorite MMO. So archaeologists have found uh, a wooden figure mm-hmm. in a rubbing Roman his thumb, <laughs> <laughs> and um, scientists have made some some really fascinating conclusions about this object. Um, I just it's a it's a wooden dildo. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were right. I knew you were right. <laughs> it was a wooden dildo. Two thousand year old dildo. So this was discovered. Yeah, that looks like a like a like a peen. Yeah. Right. Well, um, so it was discovered in 1992, and they thought it was a darning tool. A darbing tool. A darning. darning. What? All right. What is a darning tool? Oh darn it! You know. Do you know what a darning tool is? Uh, it's something to do with uh, uh, textile manufacturing. When you don't want to say damn. Uh, something about sewing. Right. Although oh, it's I, a mending, uh, mending a hole in knitted material by interweaving yarn. They thought a it stitch. was a darning tool that for some reason needed a, a, a glance. <laughs> and, and indeed it's it does. It's got a ridge. It's got a ridge. Circumcised. It's got, well, you know, it could just be pulled back. So <laughs> scientists have found three uh, possible explanations for this device. Yeah, <laughs> one of them could have been a grinding pestle. Uh, you know, yeah, it might. It, have, it does. It does look like that. Uh, uh, you know, I have seen a lot of those on grinder. You know, it might have uh, potentially exactly. infused food, cosmetics, or medicine with spiritual properties. Back in this time, penises were everywhere. Phallic imagery <laughs> no, was everywhere. Many, many say. <laughs> many have. Many are saying. Many are saying that there were penises everywhere. <laughs> They were a, quote, ubiquitous sign of protection from our friends at Science Alert. So that's idea one. Maybe it was a pestle. Yep. Unfortunately, when you look at it, you're, there, there's not uh, staining. There's not discoloration on the yeah. blunt end. There's not uh, uh, any sort of blunt force trauma, uh, it appears there. 
So the second theory uh, was that it was a penis for a statue or it may have been displayed on a building. This was very common in Greece and Rome. Uh, they might have rubbed the penis for good luck or yep. uh, if it was outside. I'll, I'll bet that was like a saucy thing to do, like, like you know, like kind of uh, teenager-y, early 20s, like, hey, hey, good luck, buddy. Uh, you know, it really depends on the culture. And, and, you know, even in our modern world, there are some cultures that have a, a very serious connection to penises and semen and stuff mm -hmm. like that, like that, that, that are just radically different than, than ours. You know, uh, we, you know, even in Western European cultures that, that look upon American culture as more prudish, uh, everyone still wears pants, right? Like, you know, there's, it, it's, it's not a situation where in many other cultures, the idea of eating your vanquished enemies severed penis is looked Ooh, at as how you gain strength how yeah. you gain their vigor yeah. uh that is those are elements that happen now so who knows i mean back in 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 that ancient culture it could it it might have been like a oh, remember to rub the willy like or it could be like right oh like uh, I, although, I, i'm gonna now, get the job today the, little little jimmy uh, 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 the it is curious that there's a handle on it. <laughs> so, so the idea of it being an outdoor decoration, that was the second theory, but there's no signs of weathering. There's no, no. Um, there's no rub. Curiously edge. smooth. Curiously smooth. So the third and final explanation uh, was that this was a uniquely preserved dildo from the second century CE. Um, we knew, uh, this is uh, archaeologist Rob Collins from uh, Newcastle, we know that the ancient Romans and Greeks used sexual implements. The object in Vindolanda could be an example of one. I mean, I, I, uh, uh, as I learned from the documentary Kunk on Earth, um, uh, prehistoric humans were very, very similar to modern-day humans. And uh, among the things humans seem to like is... Um, Simulating sex. Yeah. yeah. I that tracks. Stimulating mm -hmm. sex. Stimulating simulating sex. Mm. Simulating stimulating sex. Uh, Simmering. Stimulating. <laughs> simulating sex. There, 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 there's no unearthing that dildo. Mm. There's no, no, I think you can re-earth I think you can This is why the robots are going to win. This is why the robots are going to win. That's why. They've also thought that this dildo may not have been used for penetration because there's not any signs of wear on the exterior, really. Um, and it may have supported uh, clitoral stimulation instead. It's uh, a, a million dildo. questions that are inappropriate for this podcast yeah. uh, uh, that I would have to further that point for science. But maybe <laughs> another day. Yeah, we can leave it there. There's some yeah, darker. Let's leave it. Let's leave it there. Well, I don't want to get into there. the rough... I mean, well, let's the, we, we say Andrew's gone, but uh, he'll come back someday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't want to expose the rough and smooth principle. <laughs> the only, the only other thing, and maybe we'll follow it up uh, later. But uh, the article that I sent to you guys, and we kind of touched oh, on it, yeah. was uh, that that Samsung thing that will create a simulacrum of your own voice uh, led. I read some article about uh, basically we're, we're in the adolescence of AI where it's not the AIs that we should fear, but bad actors who are using AIs to do everything from ransom phone calls. Absolutely. And, and, and then all of a sudden in, we're at that precipice of 
even on a FaceTime call, it's like as of probably previous to today, but but you can't trust that that's an actual human on the other side. Like yeah, uh, well, and and even FaceTime has the uh, the eye adjustment. You know, they'll go in and make sure you're looking at the camera so that it looks better to the other person. Oh, that's interesting. So it, it's slightly tweaked. Right. right Wild. Right, right. Uh, um, so but but make... then again, like every image processor has to process the image. It, it has to, whether they smooth skin or they give you all the grain, they have to process yeah. the image data anyway. Well, and, and, uh, I want face tattoos. I, 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 I suspect that, for that the solution will be some kind of trusted something that uh, uh, a service that you'll trust for a while until it gets broken and subverted or whatever. But, but basically uh, just a certification link, like, Nope, that's the authentic human you're talking to mm. and nothing else, uh, which mm. uh, that's a lot of handshakes because going to stop talking to people. I mean, I don't uh, trust either. You two are human now, but, but think about, think about this. Like all communications are currently I'm just going to start hitting zero, hoping to get to the operator broken. <laughs> Like not one phone call you could be convinced is the actual human that you think you're talking to, or even that. Not, is that a problem? Not even a video. Well, like, it's like like something yes, like to note can happen for now. Yeah. But um, not one piece of content that you consume can can I, you. I I I suspect that a lot of these, whether or not the answers to the questions that you are posing are what you are suggesting the the reality of how we will understand it will happen at a gradual pace for which we will correct we will be like oh yeah well of course there's a lot of back and we got to uh, use uh, maybe the, a, we, we, you use a flip flop to get your ding dong oh, uh, in the 1800s uh sometimes newspapers would publish photos and people would not believe them because they didn't really grasp photos they would believe the eyewitness accounts mm -hmm. and then later uh people realized humans can lie and in their eyewitness accounts. And so now they're like, well, where are the photos? And then mm -hmm. photos got broken by Photoshop and then they got fixed by. But wait, no, but actually don't, let's not bit about that. Like did photos never got fixed? Uh, correct. But, but, but society, and we don't have society got problem. fixed because we all agree that we don't believe photos anymore. Were we broke? What? No. Uh, do you believe photos? Uh, I do, do I believe photos? Yeah. Yeah, you literally just told me about how live video is altered on the fly on an iPhone. And I believe that that but that doesn't change my uh, like I, I I'm just trying to understand the terminology here. Like, what do you mean? Believe photos. Uh, uh, do I sorry, believe sorry. in science? Do you understand house? the power of shadows? <laughs> in this house, the voices are fake. The phone calls no, are fake. No, no. The text Wait, messages sorry, are sorry. fake. To, what does it believe? To re restate it simpler. Because um, like Photoshop is what, not a major problem out there in the world right now. Well, uh, even despite like, the fact uh, that it's still as as dangerous as it was in the day. You're That's on. Cap, okay, Joe. okay, okay. There was a time. <laughs> let's go back in time. Uh, you're on a jury. Somebody uh, is accused of murder. Uh, used to oh. be, you'd hear people say, "Well, I saw it," and then and then photos came along. And you're like, okay. "Well, here's a photo of him not doing it." And then now, would you send somebody to murder because there's a photo of him with a cartoonish gun, you know, photoshopped together? No, you would not. Uh, now, but that's and, also now, and now we're in the part where even if there's a video of it submitted as evidence, that would not be enough to prove to you that this person committed the murder. Well, no, but I think the, the, the thing that we're skipping over, and this is really where I've, I've held the line, and I might be wrong, but this is, this is where I'm going to operate until I am proven wrong is that we have tools to show what Photoshop is. We have tools to show what 
there are hallmarks to a manipulated image, uh, even if it's intensely, uh, uh, you know, persuasive to the naked eye. Correct. And, and we've never, uh, at least I'm not aware of the legal system changing the way that we take in photographic or image evidence to, to verify its truth other than the way you would already verify where evidence came from to begin with, right? Like a photo, like how does anyone know that this photo is even of the incident we're talking about? Well, because someone said it is. Like on some level, there's like how deep it must the belief be for the conversation. Well, I, 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 I mean, I'm like not. We, we have another hour in the tank on this question, which is. <laughs> we'll say the good for, news for is episode. AI is peaked and <laughs> we'll never talk about it again. <laughs> okay, well, that'll do it for stories today. You guys want to do some picks? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I want to double down on uh, Justin got me rereading. Oh, God, you're going to take mine? Oh, well, I don't know. Let's do it together. Okay. Our pick is... The status game, which means I'm better than Brian, and Brian's working to get uh, up to my level. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> so this is the sad escape? Is that what you the said? The status game. No, his pick was the sad escape. <laughs> oh, Mine no. is the status game. <laughs> the sadist game. Okay. And I would... I would, I, <laughs> I would, I would uh, uh, very much recommend the audiobook. Because the it's read by the author who sounds exactly like the Geico lizard. <laughs> uh, on top of that, I'm now reconstructing. Um, uh, I know you uh, heard about it from Teasdale. We'll talk about that. But 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 I'm now remembering where I heard it. I, is I believe uh, the author was on a, um, a, a Making Sense podcast, uh, and and then I was like, that sounds good, and I ended up hearing it. Yeah, uh, the status game by Will Store is is what we are talking about, and it dares to imagine that. A lot of the confusing elements of our world can be explained very simply, that we are, as humans, programmed to find ourselves in a status. And we do it at work, we do it in family, we do it in our society, we do it in our online bubbles. You are constantly assessing where you are. Are you at the bottom? Are you at the top? Are you somewhere in the middle? And you are desperate to not be falling farther. You are very excited and desirous to drive uh, higher, but more than anything, you are uh, uh, your, your your personality dictates that you don't necessarily want to move all that fast, and you are all incentivized as a community to protect the game itself, protect the status ladder and, and, and that if, you are on. If you can mm. elevate your game over other games, yes, it yeah, sounds like the meta the meta status yeah. game to it. It sounds like the UCB improv book. Uh, kind of it's it it really they, and they call because they call it the game too the when they do improv they call it the game so yeah i mean I, I would i would very much encourage reading it uh it is one of those big uh, it's been a while since i've read a book that has been like a big thinker for me that like has made me sort of uh recontextualize things uh it has brought uh it has brought peace and understanding <laughs> uh, to to uh, 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 some things because it's made me understand or at least come to peace with our inhumanity to each other uh, in general, but more specifically online. Uh, but when you when you understand one of the things that uh, he points out, and he uses a lot of examples. This is one of those like uh, uh, if you like every other paragraph him citing a study or giving a proof positive example of why something is the case. Yeah. Uh, this is your book uh, it, mm. to the point where for me, 
I, I like to luxuriate in stories a little bit more, but one of the more compelling ones that he tells is a young mother, uh, 18, who has a, uh, a, a midwife come in to help her deliver her baby uh, at home. Mm-hmm. And the midwife is a super badass, a mother herself, who is like giving her the, the no jokes, like, uh, uh, all right, you got to do this, you got to do that, make sure you're taking these, and, and you're, you're relaxed, how far along are you? And then mentions, uh, oh, and, and are you going to vaccinate your child? Uh, she then, as an 18-year-old who is very impressed by this woman, uh, follows oh. her advice to go on various different online forums and becomes a great uh, uh, anti-vaxxer admirer and, uh, if, if anything, you know, a warrior. And what he describes through this story is that what we often think of as hostile behavior online and in person from let's say for example anti-vaxxers uh and this is certainly this was written it was published in 21 so it was almost certainly done before what we understand to be uh uh, the the vaccine argument this is more the mmr vaccine for kids but when you are experiencing hostile behavior we often think of it as futile if not kamikaze-esque behavior from people that we don't respect that is there to kind of ruin our day. Uh, what he says in, in the book is that more important to anybody who is hostile to somebody else online, you are not doing it to proselytize and you're not even really doing it to hurt your enemy. You are doing it so you can bring back the story of how brave you are protecting your status game back to your tribe Mm. so you can describe oh my god i was sitting with my sister-in-law and i told her that but but can you believe that she didn't know blah 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 that proves that you are out there protecting everybody else on the ladder you are showing that this is still a thing that this still exists and so really our interaction what we find to be the thing that vexes us so much that we want to fight with people online isn't about us at all. We are just kind of props. We're just trees that that are that are there to be shaken so somebody can go back to their tree shaker forum and talk about how they they really rustled that birch. Uh it's it's fascinating. I'm I'm about two thirds of the way through now and I really cannot say again how much this man sounds like the Geico lizard and and it's just so delightful to hear that that just charming British accent tell me about the status world and how much we can save on car insurance the the singular fact that caused me to sit up straight and immediately buy the book because I heard him being interviewed on a podcast was the with flat certainty the kind of flat certainty that only comes from somebody who is able to cite study after study after study that correlates these things he's like Mm -hmm. yeah if you have high status you live longer healthier better lives uh, by all measures yeah it's like what Uh, like you just you literally live longer it's like yeah uh, you can smoke your entire life but if you smoke and also you're famous you'll live longer yeah you just won't get the diseases that smoking causes and it's like say that again <laughs> and he's like uh if you do heroin but you're also famous you will live longer and you will not have the problems that come with heroin yeah he he makes the argument that based on where we are in our own status game. So if you are the mayor of a tiny town and everybody knows you and doffs their cap and respects you and, and you are the dude, 
that means you are functionally the same as a best-selling author who is you're you're Stephen King, like yeah. because, as far as, or at least that's how you feel when you wake you wake up in the morning feeling exactly like Stephen, like King. Stephen yeah. King feels where it's uh -huh. like no one's ever going to sell more books than me or no one's ever going to like have the same kind of esteem I'm going to be the master of horror and suspense until the day that I die and I'm going to keep cashing checks for the Shawshank Redemption right. until I'm I'm dead and gone uh, that's the same that the small town mayor feels that the, the tribal chieftain of some uh, remote village feels uh, that that it's just our own understanding of the world uh you know, and he gets into a little like it's I can understand why it's not a bigger book because it is very strident in its idea of like, you don't know what the world is. The world is a bunch of vibrations and and right. uh, uh, light waves that we are making sense of. Your friends don't look like your friends. Right. Uh, uh, this is all your brain interpreting things. So if we understand that, that we are all just jellyfish floating around that are uh, have made a, a deal in principle for what a shared reality is, let's understand the rules of these shared realities. And uh, that's a hard one to swallow. <laughs> like, like you have to you have to kind of like be in the frame of mind to uh like i'll just say this if the man in the audiobook did not sound like the geico lizard <laughs> and instead sounded like your college roommate who just like had coughed out a gigantic plume of pot smoke right uh it would be the same level of like big ideas dot 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 man but this again because he overproves everything I, I found it to be remarkable, and uh, I, I very much highly recommend it to anybody. Uh, yeah, on, on the idea of, uh, I've heard it proposed, uh, as one framework was uh, when, when you're looking at a Windows desktop, you, that's not actually a file, that's not actually your hand, uh, uh, any of those things. Uh, in fact, they're, they're just ones and zeros on a disk, but you don't think of it that way at all. Similar to, you don't, you don't hold up a phonograph record and just look at it and enjoy Beethoven's fifth. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, no, I, you, I need it to sound like a thing that'll make me think the thoughts or whatever. Yeah. But, but um, uh, it does uh, on the longevity thing. Uh, there was a, a, a neat little article, just three points. Uh, somebody studied the world's oldest woman, 102 years old or 122 years old, uh, uh, longest lived on record. Uh, do you want to know the three secrets to living a very long time? If this is the woman that I'm thinking of, she was like, like the smoking and taking a shot of vodka like every day. No, it, it, she did smoke a little. So uh, number one, be wealthy. Yep. Number two, don't smoke very much is the way they put it. Yeah. It's like she smoked briefly. Uh, and then uh, uh, number three, uh, anyone have a guess? Uh, nope. Have lots of friends. Have yeah. a strong social net, which ties into the status game where it's right. like if you feel interconnected with everyone it's like well i mean i would die tomorrow but but or, whoops that'll Andrew's mess up here. a lot of <laughs> that'll mess up a lot of things you know uh, yeah uh, but i have lunch with fran exactly. next week so exactly. i guess i yeah. won't die uh, which uh, we've talked about the experience of being about to stand on get on stage when you know you're getting sick and you're like i, I can't can't, can't do it be sick for some miraculous reason uh your body is like, all right, we'll pretend like we're well for, okay, you're done. And it's like, oh no, I need to keep being well. And it's like, yeah, but you're not. And also I know I, I have access to those same eyes. Uh, yeah. You're not, you're not on stage. You're anymore. not on the road anymore. Now you're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so cool. yeah, I would, I would uh, recommend it. 
to everybody. It's been it's been a truly remarkable book, and I've enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, what about I, you? I got a pick. I uh, with with the internet changing, I I I realize like I don't really have the same connection to news that I used to because I'm not using the bird website anymore. And I went back to an old friend. And it's still there, and they had all my login information, and it was like a warm hug. I'm back on my news blur stuff. What? Uh, this is an RSS reader um, that has been around since, like, right after Google Reader died. So they've been updating it and keeping it up to and and keeping it new and fresh over over time. Um, it's it's really nice for a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, a lot of these websites don't put the whole article in the RSS feed anymore, which is understandable. They want to get people to go to the website. So news- they can show you ads. So you, yeah, get a, get a hit. So uh, Newsblur will just pull the, will just fetch the full text for you. So, <laughs> so it'll show it in line. And it's, it, yeah, uh, uh, there you can train it. So it's like, Hey, Rice's these- pick is screwing over content creators. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You can train it to say like, okay, these keywords or these tags, uh, don't show me these, show me more of these. And so yeah. it's got a unread and unimportant sort of element to it. Um, they have a new, or I guess a newer premium, upper premium tier where uh, they call it the archive tier. And what they will do is they'll go to all of your feeds that you subscribe to, and it will just make a copy of everything that they've ever posted forever. And they will just keep it forever. So you can go and search and keep whatever archive of, of the internet you want. Basically, uh, anything that you have, uh, as they put in Kunk on Earth, uh, uploaded into your mind through wireless technology called your eyes, uh, you know is now searchable in there. Like, like if you learn a fact or half remember an article, you can go back and find it. Well, and this is more, this, this, is, this goes back in time. This will get everything ever posted. What? Yeah. On the internet, on the on the site. So if you if it, now it depends some on the feed and all. But if I, you want it, to, it if, sounds like you're describing just a robot that scrapes entire. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's why it's posting For, the full. Yeah. The full uh, text. I mean, uh, like outside of the wishes of the publisher. I mean, like yes, that is true. And also, <laughs> very few people are doing this. These are this is a very like I I think that this is a little enthusiast for a RSS reader. Um, it still feels like the old days of Google Reader in terms of of uh, just fit and finish, you know. Um, but but I think it's great. I think it, it the it's it's still up and running. It's still around. I um, am I, I and it made perfect sense for me to go back to the other subscription. It's like three dollars a month or something. But that's unlimited websites and all sorts of other good stuff. So I really dig Newsblur. Um, I feel like I am more up to date yeah instead of just opening up safari and what's on the verge what's on this and yeah. this and this you know at some point that casual walk around the internet yeah just becomes like okay i'm just making a circle and i'm wait and this is not even the best it way just to tastes do that. better when you're robbing journalists <laughs> just when you're taking money out of their family's mouth like you're just like mm-hmm, it's just so sweet you know what i'll pay them all their oh, fraction of a penny mm-hmm. that they value oh, me at. It's so sweet <laughs> oh, oh. If only they valued my personal data the same. Oh, oh that's a good counter. Good counter. Love well, hold on. Oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> you can't unspill that milk. <laughs> that's good. See, you can't. 
You can't. You need a funnel. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for the Weird Things Podcast. Justin, Brian, thank you so much for keeping it weird. How's it been? It's been weird. That's my AI voice telling you it's been weird. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.